0: happy friday everybody and welcome to the internet's favorite informative entertainment show about plastic surgery health and beauty this is nip talk we got a lot to talk about today first off the very first eye and face transplant patient we're going to tell you about that then there's been an iv therapy death at a med spa what that's crazy and then finally another celebrity plastic surgery death so much to unpack and it's coming up right now
1: live from lincoln center in the heart of the dallas metroplex this is nip talk honest and uncensored show about plastic surgery, health, beauty, and lifestyle with your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman, and your co-host, entrepreneur and social media influencer, Sarah Bennett. Now it's time to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of the topics everyone is talking about. It's time for Nip Talk.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Please hit that like and subscribe button. It helps us so much. Leave us a comment. We want to hear from you. I'm the host, plastic surgeon Dr. Bruce Herman. With me, as always, is the amazing and very well-dressed today, Sarah. Oh,
2: thank you. I like your outfit. It's you look my great. leather the jacket.
0: Boots, everything, you're <laughs> spot on. In the box is Travis, I, di- I didn't see what you're wearing today, but you're always <laughs> a snappy dresser, so I'm sure you look good, too. I, I appreciate I, it. I didn't want to leave you out. <laughs> everybody having a good it. week?
2: Yeah. Good. good,
0: good. Anything exciting happen?
2: I'm going to go camping this weekend. Camping? Mm-hmm. Again.
0: Uh, uh, all you do is camp. <laughs> Where are you going this time?
2: Um, to Longhorn State, or Longhorn Cavern State Park.
0: That's down in Central Texas? Yes.
2: The hills. All uh, the hills. Uh,
0: Fredericksburg? Yeah. The best. Yeah. I love that area. It's so much fun. We, uh, It'll be a good time. We uh, ride our motorcycles down there yeah. uh, at least once a year.
2: It's yeah. amazing.
0: I'm going yeah, to a Cowboys I, game. I went
2: there. That was the area I went like two weeks ago. And then yeah. I saw that state park, and I was like,
0: "Nice, that, excellent." Yeah.
2: Well,
0: I'm I'm super jealous. That's going to be so much fun. Happy. You for can it. like go.
2: Um, we're going on like a cave tour, and you like it's going to be cave like tour serious, where you like are squeezing through oh stuff. Gosh. Going down.
0: Wow. Be careful. I mean, is this like a guided thing or are you yes, just? Yes, it's a guided oh, it's thing, guided. and it okay. says
2: eight years or older because I trust me. I was like, this seems creepy.
0: Yeah, you always see those stories of people that like get lost in the caves. Oh and yeah, I was like, no, nope, that's, I'm out. I, I'm said not eight like a years or
2: older, so I'm thinking I'll be safe.
0: I, you know, there's people that squeeze through these cracks yes. or like they're underwater. Like I mean, I just gives me I know. Why would you do
2: that? Yeah. I don't
0: know. I mean, I think Travis, you're a caver, right? Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Absolutely not. I, I wish. <laughs> if, Can you hear service? Service? if you see, no, it, I can't hear oh Travis, you. we lost you. That's all right. He's, 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 he's there telling us how much he loves caves right, right how about now There, yeah. there you go there we
1: go were we you go. telling
0: us how much you love caves i,
1: I actually was not and surprisingly <laughs> surprisingly i was saying sarah if you see a bat like what will
0: you do
2: i'll probably cuss i don't like
0: bats man i i feel like bats carry rabies and they might want to drink my blood like oh, I'm, I'm i'm anti-bat like batman nope really no, I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> they scare
1: me. I feel like it's just in the movies though. Like it probably be alright. They, they probably, probably like, are pretty chill, you yeah, know. Like
0: definitely
2: they, they, bats in there. They though. get
0: a bat. They get a bad rap. Those yeah, the bats, but absolutely. I'm but, supposed to be going to a
1: Cowboys game on Sunday. Are you really? Yeah, nice. Do what happened. They lost last weekend. Yeah, I know it. But they play the like. Giants this week, so we should win. Hopefully, that, that's great, man. Do you go to the Cowboys games a lot? Uh, I do not. I do not. I actually, it's so funny. Like this week. So since I work for a radio station, they actually have a suite. That they were like, dude, you're gonna
0: a- be in a suite?
1: No, 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 oh. no. Wow. <laughs> I was like, what time do I show up? <laughs> I was going to, but the suite is like higher than the actual seats that I got invited to the uh, game okay. to. Okay. So I'm yep. going to the seats instead of the suite.
0: Yeah. yeah, I can feel that. Absolutely. I've done the suites at the the Stars game before. That's actually really fun. Man, they
1: have some nice ones.
0: They are pretty slick. man. man. they are cool. Right I've
2: on. never been to a box seat. Oh, you haven't?
0: Mm-mm. Next time I get a box, I mean, not that I get them all the time, but I randomly get invited, I'll. I'll yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, both me. you guys will go make we'll do a show there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's no. I'll take it.
0: All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about today, so let's jump into some some cool topics. Um the first topic that we're going to do to me is like just really really cool, really interesting. So, have you guys ever heard of, of the face transplants that have happened from time to time?
2: I saw the um You know, we're going to talk eye, about the eye transplant.
0: Okay, you saw it. Oh, very yeah. cool. So, today we're going to talk about the first combined eye and face transplant. And I have to tell you that, um, I mean, I do some pretty cool surgeries and I consider myself a very you know skilled and technical surgeon, but this stuff is just kind of like next level. I mean, face transplant, I mean, that's that's one thing. I mean, if somebody put a gun to my head, I, I could probably do a face transplant. I mean, it's just attaching muscles, nerves, blood vessels. I mean, I have the skill just, to do that.
2: Just, yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's like,
0: it does take, I mean, I, I did tons of years of, training after med school um it's i don't like flicks yeah. well no i mean you know I, you wouldn't want me doing your face transplant but could <laughs> i do it yeah i could i mean i have, i i do still sew blood vessels and nerves together like in the hands um mm. and so you know there's not a whole lot of difference between a blood vessel in the face and one in the hand or a nerve i mean it's it's a lot more sure, 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 involved. Okay. Anyway, fine. <laughs> I'm not doing face transplant, but I'm just saying that potentially I could do it. Uh, but but to add like the eye socket, because like, this guy apparently had um, his eye socket and and his eye his the eyeball itself uh, transplanted. So a little bit of back history. So the guy's name's Aaron James, and in 2021 he was working around some super high voltage power lines. And it came into contact, and, and those lines will just like incinerate you. Yeah. Uh, it took off his left arm, and then most of his face, nose, lips, and his left eye. And so he had a pretty devastating injury. And in a minute, I, I got got some pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the past, like when something like this happens, you know what we what we did is we just would close the wound as best we we could. I mean, you know, the the thought of doing a face transplant was not really kind of in the sphere, you know. 20 years ago although it was shortly after that that became a thing and so I actually have a picture from a long long time ago it's a a patient we did a case study on where they had a similar injury yeah okay so here so this I mean I I didn't want to bring the the picture of like this cavernous like hole that this guy had but um, this guy had this just massive face wound and you have to cover it so we used like a muscle with a skin paddle and then skin grafted the rest and it's definitely not anything you know to write home about from an aesthetic standpoint of course this was 20 years ago and you know it it solved the problem of him having a cavernous hole in his skull and well not really skull but like his face and bones and so you know it it solved the solution but like aesthetically it's terrible I mean you know not anything that anyone would be happy with yeah um so then in the mid-2000s actually 2005 uh the first face transplant was performed at the at the Cleveland Clinic and I remember when that happened I was like oh wow that's like serious you know serious surgery big deal and I actually brought a picture of that girl um she had gotten attacked by a dog so on the left was her before her injury and then the middle picture is her like right after her surgery not like the day after but maybe a month or two after the surgery and then the picture on the right is her years after and yeah i mean she does look you know different but she looks very you know normal i mean with Little minor scarring around the lip, but for all intents and purposes, she you know looks like a normal human being, and uh, you know that was like a really big thing when that first happened. And yeah. And overall, face transplants are still pretty rare. I, I looked it up, and it looks like in the last twenty years, there's been nineteen done. hmm And so the question pops up: is like, okay, well, why isn't this you know more common? Well, I mean, first off. You don't have a ton of patients who have such devastating facial injuries that they would need one. Right. You know, there's just not a ton of patients out there. And then there is a lot of like selection criteria. Um, because when you transplant a face, it's like transplanting an organ. Like You have to match up things like blood type, uh, the human leukocyte, antigens. Okay. And so you know, like when people are on transplant waiting lists, it's mm-hmm. the same thing for a face. I mean, you have to find a donor that matches up. Obviously, you'd have to match up the sex, right? Because, you know, you wouldn't want to put a, a male face on a right. woman, right? So there's a little, there's a lot of criteria that that go along. So anyway, this this guy Aaron James had a pretty pretty devastating uh, facial injury, uh, and he uh, got hooked up with Dr. Eduardo Rodriguez, who I actually have a picture of him in a minute. We'll show, and they they attempted to do the first face with eye transplant and the doctor the surgeon even said there's a chance that this, do- this eye is just not going to take that right. it's just you know not going to it's just going to wither away but mm-hmm. the, the thought process was is if that happens well he still has the face part right you know they can put a fake eye in there's glass eyes I mean that's yeah. a common thing but they wanted to try to get this eye to be functional so they attach the muscles they attach the nerve even the optic nerve which is you know, uh, unbelievable that they, they reattached. Yeah, I was
2: about to ask. I was like, it works, and it's so, not. Yeah, like we're going to get to that. okay um, out of it.
0: So, uh, so they, it was a 21-hour surgery, and I'm sure it was a team. I think uh, Dr. Rodriguez, I mean, I know he's the, the head of the team. Um, but 21 hours, probably multiple surgeons. And so, uh, Travis, let's, uh, let's throw up that first pick uh, there. So this is uh, that gentleman, Aaron James. And so that was him on the left before his injury. Uh, The middle is like right before his transplant after they kind of temporized his uh, wound. So they've actually covered some of this with skin grafts, it looks like. But you see he's missing his eye. Uh, The nose is gone. Lips, you know, the face is just scar tissue.
2: That is serious.
0: Yeah. And then on the right is him, I guess, just says, what, four or five months after his transplant. I mean, there's a little bit of issue with the eyelid. um, But yeah, and they transplanted the eyelid, too. I mean, that's that's utterly amazing. Um, And then, uh, like there's another picture of him, to pop on. Oh, that's the one from the front. Yeah, but I mean, he looks pretty normal there. I mean, I think that's a little bit further along in the healing process, and they're showing that the globe of the eyes looks, you know, viable and actually looks looks pretty normal. Mm -hmm. So to get to your point, Sarah, about functionality, because that's a great question, right? It's like, okay, when you do these transplants, how functional are they? Well, that's where the limitation is, you know um as far as the eye goes he doesn't see out of it you know and and i'm not surprised by that you know the, the rate limiting step to doing any type of of transplant are the nerves you know blood vessels you can tie them together the blood flows fine muscles you can attach them the muscles will work fine yeah skin nerves are a different story like when nerves get cut it does a lot of damage and even if you cut like your own nerve in like say and i do nerve repairs from time to time you can get complete control back but that's like your own nerve to your own nerve i mean it's a little bit different when it's a you know a, a, a transplant a yeah. cadaver that makes and sense. so and so you know he doesn't see out of the eye but it, but the last at least the articles were saying that he, he does have sensation around the eyelid so you know some of the sensation is returning yeah i
2: saw them like they keep having yeah. to, like lift is yeah it, and that's because like...
0: the that's because the muscles aren't functioning correctly yeah. so like his eyelids drooping because you know we to keep your eyes open you have muscles that are pulling the eyelid up right and so th- those muscles aren't functioning for him and so um you know there are some limitations it's not like they th- you know transplanted his face and eye and he's like seeing out of the eye and his face is completely normal but i mean you have to start somewhere when you're doing mm-hmm. these advanced technology surgeries. I mean, just to get it to survive and look normal. I mean, that's the first step. Yeah. And, you know, as the technology for nerve regeneration improves, then maybe the next step is, is, you know, the the, the muscles work better. And then eventually, maybe you can actually transplant the eyeball to be functional. Right. And ultimately, that's where we, we hope this, this would go. But I want to throw that guy's picture up there. Um, you know uh i've never met this guy I, I didn't even i i didn't actually heard his name before is dr Eduardo rodriguez he's the chief of plastic surgery for nyu um nice. but yeah i mean that this guy has done of the 19 face transplants i think he's done like half of them so okay
2: so he's pretty this guy is like probably the, he's
0: probably the world leader in face transplants
2: okay
0: um so yeah i mean hats off to this guy because like i, I said i wonder how I much mean, that
2: surgery costs and if like Insurance help that guy at all?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that would be considered reconstruction, and so it would okay. fall under you know insurance. I mean, y- you know, when they do these things like university centers, I mean, it's 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 a little bit different than if you know, I need to have my appendix out, yeah, and I'm you know begging my insurance for that or whatever. Um, that's a good question. I mean, I, that's a great question as to how much a surgery like this would cost. I mean. You know, O.R. time is expensive. I mean, you're talking, you know, a thousand dollars an hour for that, plus all the equipment, mm-hmm. you know, the, all the fees for all the staff. I mean,
2: and you said it was twenty-one, 21 hours. Twenty-one hours.
0: Yeah. I mean, a surgery like that would probably, like, real cost would probably be a hundred grand. Um, now, what insurance would get billed? I mean, who knows? I mean, that what would what, what things cost and what insurance get billed and then what insurance pays like numbers that are all just all over the map.
2: Right.
1: There's a friend of mine who was keeping a close eye on that story oh, no yeah. pun intended but <laughs> um because they actually don't, they are missing their eye. Are they? Yeah, they they there was a, a accident that they had when they were a child. Wow. Um and I think they somebody was swinging like a stick for a piñata and it hit him in the eye. Um, and their eye like is missing now. So they were, they were very like glued into that. Yeah. Um, just because they wanted to see if the eye was actually like, well,
0: I mean, you know, the cool thing about it is, is at this point you could probably say that instead of a glass eye, which does have problems, you Mm -hmm. could transplant a living eye. And it seems now that it would, it would take, you know, the, the question is the function, right. You know, and I think honestly, before you can transplant an eye and it's functional I mean you're probably looking at decades at, wow. at best. I mean yeah. it, it's because it, I mean in the 20 years that I've been doing surgery uh, and doing things like nerve repair, I mean there's been a little bit of advancements but not like tons mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. and, and nerves are always always the kind of catch when you're when you're repairing things.
2: I wonder because like nerves like what if like it, like sense. down the line he just like wakes up one day and he can see out of it.
0: That would be amazing, and I hope that happens. But, you know, the problem with nerves is, you know, when you imagine a nerve, think of, like, a really big cable that might be running through this building. And you cut that cable open, and there's a 100,000 different wires, okay? Yeah. Now, if you cut that cable... If it's big enough, yes, you could resplice each of those individual wires. But nerves are tiny, mm-hmm. so when we repair nerves, we typically—I mean, especially the small nerves that I repair—you you repair the out. You try to line it up as best you can, but it's not like you're you're reattaching the individual nerve fibers. You, it's just not technically possible. Mm-hmm. So you're putting it back together, and then that, the nerve tries to grow through. It tries to, to send the signal from the the side that's closer to the brain into the side where it got cut and push through to to reinnervate. Mm-hmm. And it does happen. I mean, when I do nerve repairs like in the wrist and the hand, I mean, most people get a good amount of function back. I mean, yeah. it's not always 100%. I
2: like the surgery I had on my elbow yeah. when I was a kid, I had nerve damage right here. I couldn't feel like anything yeah. on my forearm for like a while, and then sure. randomly it, yeah. it came back.
0: Yeah, and sensory nerves and motor nerves are different. Like, it's usually weird. sensory nerves are easy. So sensory, obviously, the ones that let you feel. Motor, the ones that let you move. Mm-hmm. You know, sensory nerves are a little bit easier to come back okay. you know, than the motor. Interesting. yeah so But yeah, I thought that story was fascinating. I mean, uh, 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 yeah, being a plastic surgeon, you know, hearing about face transplants to me is super cool. A uh, person don't have any interest in do, doing them. Uh, but then when they, and they transplanted an eye and eye sock I was like, holy, that's like legit. I
2: have you ever seen Get Smart? Yes, and like the like
0: the new one with uh, yeah. what's his face? Yeah,
2: uh, well the Michael Scott. yeah Michael Scott was in it, but his the girl. What's her name? Oh, uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. She's her. she's in it, and her character she has a face transplant because she's a spy.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah, I remember. And that. it was
2: like a joke because he asked like, "What did she look like before?" And he was expecting her to look like <laughs> like plain, I but that it was now. like another supermodel looking person. Right. He <laughs> was like, "Oh yeah. yeah, good thing you got your face." transplanted <laughs> hey who knows in the future
0: like 100 years from now maybe you know people will pay cosmetically to get a better face you ever think about that could oh, be, yeah maybe something happened I mean that could be a reality I mean that's like some serious ethical issues
2: but yeah but then it's like why wouldn't you just get plastic yeah, surgery right, to yeah. like make it better I don't
0: know maybe you just want some. I guess if better.
2: you really wanted to look exactly yeah. like somebody else
0: all right. Well, cool story. Hey, let me know what you think about the uh, eye and face transplant. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, don't forget to hit that Like, Subscribe button. It does help us so much. So, all right, moving on. Uh, i got a couple of sad stories uh, to, uh, to go on to. <laughs> well, I mean, they're sad. I mean, these are good ones to talk about because, you know, the face transplant is, was a cool story. But this is something where people could learn something that might you know, protect them. So that's why we talk about it's not obviously to sensationalize people that die. But so uh, this is a story about a death at a med spa from IV therapy, which is pretty wild because as I've told you guys, I'm opening a med spa myself. IV
2: therapy for like rehydration.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes. So that's what I think of when I think of IV therapy is like, uh hydration vitamins vitamins. yeah Yeah. um you know uh minerals antioxidants that kind of thing and so when i heard about this story and it kind of broke a few weeks ago and um i just we since we uh, had recorded some shows we actually haven't had a show since this thing kind of broke so this this event actually happened in july uh Mm -hmm. of this year and the story kind of broke, I guess, because I guess the autopsy came out, so it kind of hit the news again. Got so this it. this happened in, it's close to here. It was uh, in um, Wortham, Texas, which is about 60, 70 miles from here. So oh, never
2: so, heard of her. So it's kind of by <laughs> Mejia, uh,
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah. 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 So um, this was at the Lux L U X E Med Spa in Wortham, and this uh, this lady who actually was a, a, a radio personality. Uh, did you? Have you heard of her, Jennifer Cleveland uh, Travis, being in the radio? Jennifer Cleveland, I have not. She was uh, she was one of those stations down, like just south of Dallas, I think. I okay. Didn't, yeah, okay. I can't remember. I I, I read it and no, I forgot. I, I should have written it down. But so she went to this uh, med spa to get IV therapy, cool. and had a sudden cardiac arrest. And that's pretty crazy because you you know. Normally these therapies are extremely safe. I mean, you know, putting IV fluids into your body could be harmful if you put like the wrong type of fluid, like say you used like just sterile water and it dropped your electrolytes or something, and that could potentially be harmful. But you'd have to give a lot of fluid for that to happen. And you know, I mean, in general, giving IV fluids is pretty routine. I mean, there's a ton of of IV therapy places around the Metroplex and in, in every town. And, and, and IV therapy has gotten really big. I mean, when it first kind of came out, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I can understand that. Because, like, you know, when people get hangovers, if you have like a hangover from drinking or just kind of feel down, you go get IV fluid bag, you feel great. Make it yeah. feel like a million dollars. And so I'm not surprised that this has gotten popular. And, and they expect it in the next few years, by 2026, to be $11 billion annual.
2: Yeah, I know. Like that's huge revenue. I know revenue. one person that has that as a company, and yeah. then I know, yeah, I know two And, and, and then I know up. another one that works for a company yeah. that does that. Yeah. we're gonna
0: start doing it when we open the med spa here in a couple mm-hmm. months. I mean, because people want it, and, and in general, it's safe. And so, and you know, when I heard about this story, I was like, oh, geez, what what happened? Why you know why did this girl die? Well, this story was a little bit different because in her IV bag, they had what's called TPN, which you guys probably haven't heard of that, right? no okay not. so total parenteral nutrition so how i know about this is when i was in general surgery we'd have people in the icu from trauma or you know being really sick or whatever if they couldn't eat and you couldn't use the bowel because uh, if for, the first thing you do if somebody can't eat is you give them like a feeding tube you know whether it be one through the nose is temporary or permanent one through the skin and then you actually give them like for all intents and purposes like boost or you know some nutritious liquids to 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 give them nutrition. Yeah, But sometimes patients can't use their intestines because of various maybe intra-abdominal surgeries or whatever. And so you give them what's called TPN, which has lipids, proteins, carbohydrates, and also electrolytes. Okay. And the electrolytes is what probably got her because... Uh, have you guys heard of potassium? I mean, I know you guys have heard of potassium, but have you heard how potassium can potentially be harmful? Is that common knowledge? I forget because I've been in, in medicine too long. No. Not not knowledge. Okay. I've, I've heard, but I forgot. Right. Okay. Well, you know when they do lethal injections, what they use to actually kill the person is potassium. Because mm. oh. if, if you give enough potassium to somebody through their IV, it'll stop your heart.
2: Like in, like in the, like for prisoners.
0: R- yeah, like like for death row oh. people. <laughs>
2: Oh, okay, I was like, that just sounds so weird. Wait, was, what did I say? Did I say something
0: confusing? Whenever
2: I think of potassium, am I confused or are you no, confused? No, I'm just confused. Whenever I okay. think of potassium, I think of bananas. Sorry, oh, right, just, right, like, right, right. Of, yeah, just, I just think of not them. And I'm just like, like
0: giving them a hundred bananas. No. Yeah, I know, but that's like, what you think of bananas. bananas. No, It's <laughs> so, like, so,
2: like, all right, you're gonna die by bananas.
0: When they when they do lethal uh, or you know put people to death in most states in the United States, they they first they give them a sedative to kind of make them fall asleep, and then they give them potassium chloride, which if you give enough people if you give someone enough potassium chloride through the an IV it kills you it stops right. your heart it depolarizes the heart so the heart stops beating and you die and so <laughs> I would guess that well everyone kind of guesses I mean it's not just me uh everyone is kind of assuming that there was a significant amount of potassium in this TPN um which is really really odd that they would give TPN most of the time you give TPN you give it over you know 24 hours or something they probably had a 24 hour bag of tpn that they slammed into her and so suddenly the potassium in there just overloaded her heart and she died I mean, that's Jeez. The, the the autopsy was inconclusive which would be the case with that I mean, you know, it wouldn't necessarily it doesn't like show damage I mean the heart depolarizes stops Can I you mean,
2: like check people's blood level of potassium or something. Yeah, but
0: it may have normalized I don't know. I mean that everyone is is thinking that it was the potassium in the tpn and it makes sense because it's like, well, what else would it be?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so this is kind of a bad deal. I mean, obviously, because the lady died, but I mean, there was a lot of, I guess, issues with this. It's not like you know, sometimes in medicine, people die through things that are, I guess, not preventable. Okay. But this seems like it was preventable. I mean, it's... I
2: wonder why that that TPN is accessible to med spas.
0: So that's a brilliant question because it requires a prescription. Yeah. And so, it, you know, the story goes a little bit deeper. Um, the, um, the, every med spa has a medical director. Okay. And so there was a medical director for this med spa, Dr. Michael Gallagher, who's actually an anesthesiologist, like just down the road from here. Uh, and so it, it, it came out that, you know, he was the director and he kind of got put to the torch. The, uh, the Texas Medical Board actually suspended his license pending an investigation into this. Yeah. Which I mean, I think is reasonable to do because you shouldn't really be giving people TPN, and also when 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 you go from like giving just IV fluids to TPN, you have to have certain licensing yeah. to, to to give that to be the person doing it, and the, the and the girl who's the med spa owner who, who administered the treatment doesn't have that. Right. So there was a lot of like problems here where. And then like
2: I guess the patient that died, like she did she request that type of. I don't of- know their you know supplement it's unsure
0: and when i saw that she got tpn i actually started doing a search because i was like are, are there people really out there giving tpn in med spas like yeah, that, that sounds, sounds crazy
2: because you said that that's used for people who literally cannot eat for themselves right yeah exactly like they, it's because they are malnourished and right like, so a healthy woman goes in there and yeah gets... it makes no sense you
0: almost wonder if it was accidentally given i mean i don't know i mean i, I hopefully we we'll find out more information because that's I'm, I'm sure this will all come out eventually. You know, what exactly happened here? Um, but, yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy stuff. And, and I went and I looked. So I, I did a search of a bunch of IV therapies around here because I was like, are they really doing this TPN thing? That just sounds mm-hmm. insane. And, no, they, they're not. I couldn't find I, – and I didn't do an exhaustive search. But I hit, like, several of the IV therapy places around where my practice is and in Dallas, and I didn't see anything about TPN. What if TPN. they find it's murder? That could be it. I, mean, I don't know why they would kill this poor lady.
2: I don't know either.
0: I mean, but
2: usually you don't know until you know. I don't you know. know. With I mean
0: I can't rule anything out. I don't know. I just. In I fact, just say
2: that because I was listening to a crime, a criminal, one of those crime podcasts. Oh, <laughs> it podcast makes me nervous that my way. wife
0: watches all of these like "I killed my spouse" shows. I'm like, if I go missing, guys, th- you need yeah, to like every ask Cindy. <laughs> <I listen. laughs> every time after <laughs> I
2: listen to a podcast, I'm like, it was murder. It was
0: murder. <laughs> it was murder. <laughs> So, uh, but no, I think this is just a, um, unfortunately, a preventable tragic death.
2: Sounds like it. Sounds like a uh, horrible I think some, mistake.
0: I think some bad things happened here. And like I said, I don't know for sure, but at least from the reporting in the news, that there are some things that shouldn't happen. So, I
2: wonder if there's ever been any like, other red flags at that particular that particular. That's a great question. I, I
0: didn't notice that. Um, I didn't see that when I was looking through well, it. Now it
2: has you know. a And I guess the thing to learn, flag. you know,
0: it, it, whenever we talk about these things, obviously we want want a, a potential audience to learn something from it, right? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting I when things through an IV, whether they be, you know, fluids or drugs or whatever, your margin of error is a lot lower, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like a mainline, right? And so right. it's it's like uh, you have to be aware of what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because of this, I, I think people should at least be alert when they, if they are going to do IV therapy, what is in this? Is there anything that's potentially harmful if given through the IV? Because if you ask that question about TPN, if you said to me, hey, is there anything in TPN that can harm you if you get too much? Like, yeah, the potassium can kill you. Uh, and so... Uh, I think that's something that potential patients should just be aware of and also too is the is the person licensed to do this. Yeah. You know, I med spas are a little bit of the wild west. I mean, there's some stuff that happens in certain med spas that's kind of, you know, questionable. Fortunately, most of them don't necessarily result in things like death. Yeah. No, but in this case it did. So it's an interesting story. Have you you guys ever got IV therapy?
2: I have. Have you? I think.
0: I meant like as I meant like not like in the hospital when you're having surgery or something. No like as an outpatient no i think i have Have not not myself personally but
1: i've produced a show here um right where sarah is sitting actually uh and there was a a guy who did iv therapy while he was doing the show
0: oh yeah
1: yeah you could totally do that mm -hmm. they hooked it up and did it while they was we um
0: it was so funny we we went on a little weekend vacation with some friends of ours who were doctors and it was to like a music festival my my wife and i and when we got there they brought like bags of iv fluids like in case you know they had they'd drink too much so they could give, give themselves IVs. I was like, man, that's, that's hardcore. I've never thought to, to do that, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Dude. you guys are all in. That's so, a out. So, all right, moving on. Cool story. Let us know what you think about IV therapy. Do you like it? Do you not? Have you had it? Let us know in a comment. We'd love to hear from you. So, Okay, finally, another sad story. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, I mean, these things are important because when things like this happen, it's always interesting to talk about them because ultimately, educated people could potentially save themselves or someone else so agreed um, that's why we talk about them. H- have you guys ever heard of this um brazilian celebrity uh luana Andrade? No. i
2: have
0: not i hadn't heard of her either i mean you may have because she is pretty big on social what media does she look like so uh yeah we'll still up that that title well, thing funny you say this funny huh? you say that that picture was actually <laughs> taken on sunday right there oh, and wow. sh- is
2: she dead i yep. know she's dead yeah she died good lord
0: so uh, this story is pretty crazy. She fit. Yeah, this and that's part of why the story is crazy. Like you're not gonna, you guys. I want to hear what you guys think about this. So Luana was a 29 year old Brazilian model, reality TV star, influencer. She had her own clothing line. I mean, this girl was like on top. Um, she's really big on Instagram. I think she had like a half million followers on Instagram, so she's pretty legit. Um, so Monday, so just four days ago, uh, she she died from complications of plastic surgery. Now, this is where the story gets really odd. So, the, the hospital reported that she was having liposuction of the knee.
2: Hmm.
0: And now, I've done liposuction of the knee, okay? It's not common, but occasionally people will have these kind of unusual fat pads around the knee. And I've I was done, like
2: looking at my knee. Yeah, I know,
0: Sarah. She's like, Sarah's looking at herself. Um, so my is some,
2: fat. <laughs> sometimes
0: patients will have this kind of unusual fat collection, usually kind of on the inside, uh, right above the knee.
2: Okay, yeah, I think and, I know what you're talking about. And, and
0: I have done liposuction of the knee a few times, like maybe two or three, not something we get a lot of. And I've done tons of liposuction, so it's not like I don't do liposuction. I do, which is I've, I've just only done a few of these. But... The confusing part is, well, there's a lot of confusing parts. So, so first off, the hospital reported that the patient suffered a respiratory event two and a half hours into the surgery. Now, the last time I did liposuction in the knee, which actually was not that long ago, it was this year, it was a few months ago, I think I was done in 30 minutes.
2: Yeah, I was like, that's a really small area, two It's and tiny, and a hours. It's a
0: tiny area. I mean, liposuction does not take long, even in larger areas. Yeah. Usually what takes the longest with liposuction is repositioning because like say you want to do your hip like you you have to put them on their side do do one side liposuction then flip them over and then do the other side and it takes time to do that the actual liposuction doesn't take that long right I mean it's pretty quick so two and a half hours into a liposuction of the knee makes zero sense that makes no sense they said that she suffered from a massive thrombosis one one article said massive thrombosis. The other said she had a pulmonary embolus. So uh, have you got, have we talked about PE pulmonary embolus here? Maybe once? I don't know. All right, so I don't know. Pulmonary embolus is when you get a blood clot in your veins and then it goes to your heart and then through your heart to your lungs. But what happens is, as it goes to the lungs, the blood vessels go from really big to really small. And so the clot blocks the blood flow to the lungs, which then stops oxygenation and then you die. Right. And it, and it, and it's very uh you don't always die from PE. Um, in fact, my my father-in-law had a PE and it I mean it hit him pretty hard and mm-hmm. he got sick, but he survived and he's more or less fine from it. Okay. Um so they are survivable. Um but it's just odd. Uh you know, when you when you talk about pulmonary embolism and surgery it's generally something that happens after the fact. You know, uh, it is a risk to develop clots from being in surgery because you're immobile. Sometimes the surgeries themselves, especially orthopedic surgeries, can injure veins, which then cause a clot, and then a few days later the clot breaks loose and it gets into your lungs and you have a PE. Now normally, you know, when people have PEs, they're usually small clots and it you know, it causes them pain, they go to the hospital and they get treatment and they get better. Okay. For her to have a massive pulmonary embolism during surgery just literally makes no sense. Like it just doesn't make sense. I mean, in order for that to happen, you, you almost would have to think that they injured some big vein, which then started clotting, which then showered the clots into her lung. I mean, I guess that's possible, but it just doesn't jive with the story. Hmm. You know, it, I, I'm not really sure what happened to this poor girl because the, the story doesn't make any sense. And so, I, you know, I question if she had a pulmonary embolism. You know, uh, it, the other thing, as soon as I saw the story, I was like, she had a BBL. And I was like, the thrombosis is fat embolism. They, they, you know, because there is a little bit of a language, you know, not barrier, but like the Brazilian hospitals are reporting, you know, in Portuguese, and then there's this translation. And so I wonder if in the translation, they're they're confusing fat embolus with pulmonary embolus. Mm-hmm. You know, because that story makes sense. That you know, she. She could have died suddenly from. I mean, we've done how many stories have we done about people dying from yeah. fat from BPL? I mean, in the last year, we've done several, you know. Yeah. And so I wonder if it's that. Um, you know, it also would make sense too because if they were doing two and a half hours of surgery to get fat to do BPL, that makes sense, right? Instead of just liposuction and need. Yeah, that's um, weird. Yeah, it's weird, and, and I don't have a story. It, another thing too, I throw up those. I want to show the pictures of this girl. If this girl came in to me and wanted liposuction, I'd send her packing. I mean, this girl doesn't have any fat on her. I mean, look how fit she is. Yeah. I don't. The whole story. Like, look, I, I do this one because it had her knee. I pulled these off for Insta. She's
2: got some fat knees. You think she has fat knees? No. Oh, okay.
0: I saw I, like, I need to get glasses. <laughs> That's like I the get.
2: weirdest thing for somebody to comment on, anyways. I know.
0: I just don't know. You know, I. I feel bad for this girl because if that girl came to me and wanted liposuction i would tell her no like there's yeah. just not enough to liposuction on her like it'd be unsafe you know and not like death unsafe but that she would scar because you were taking out too much fat yeah and so yeah i don't know what happened in this situation but i i mean i feel bad for her and i think she, i don't think she's married but she had a boyfriend and um i know i can't even really comment on how to protect people because the story doesn't make sense you know the one thing i would say about this is if you look that great and you're looking for plastic surgery i mean you have to question a surgeon that would agree to that you know somebody would agree to do surgery on her i think is questionable as a surgeon i mean especially lipos yeah i mean that's just it's you know it's it's them doing something for money and not because it's safe or right Mm -hmm. you know i mean look at her she's like i mean she's got like an eight pack I, I mean, where is the fat on her? She has no fat.
2: On her knees, apparently.
0: I guess. But I don't think that that's right. I mean, because two no. and a half hours, I mean, two and, a half, I, two and a half hours is just an unheard of time to do liposuction. Unless you were lipoing. Like, maybe if they lipoed her entire leg. I mean, she looks muscular. Her legs look kind of big, but it's because she looks muscular.
2: Yeah, she has some thick thighs, but those are definitely because I mean, there's like she works out.
0: Most of her insta is like her at the gym. But yeah, not most of it but there's a lot like her doing squats and deadlifts mm-hmm. i mean her legs are big because she's like
2: yeah because she's got she, muscle.
0: she's muscly yeah mm-hmm. real so, quick too dr herman going back to our earlier story
1: yeah uh cindy herman she commented um we are blessed to witness some of the miracles of modern medicine um also the or team that, well. that consisted of 140 physicians nurses and other healthcare staff oh
0: so, wow for that face for yeah, for the face transplant yeah Mm-hmm. it would be something crazy like that, you know, to do a case that big. I mean, you'd have just countless doctors and, and then all the pre-op team, the post-op team, that's you know, wild. there's a transplant team involved, you know, because of the, the transplant medications they have to take. Yeah. yeah I, I, could, I could totally see that being an enormous team. Yeah. Pretty cool story, but yes, indeed. All right. Well, uh, I don't know what to say about poor Miss uh, Luana Andrade. It's super sad. I hope that they get to the bottom of this and, you know, um, I don't know if someone's going to be held responsible for this or not. I mean, it's, it's certainly a questionable questionable story and, as to what happened to her and, and potentially something may have been done that shouldn't have. But I guess hopefully time will tell.
2: Yeah, that, one's strange. that was strange. I think that's the strangest lipos- that's weird. Like, like, like lipo situation I've heard, yeah. or just plastic surgery.
0: They, there's something odd going on there.
2: Yeah, so. weird.
0: All right, I think about that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please leave us a comment and let us know what you want us to talk about. And we'll see you on the next episode of Nip Talk.